Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's got to 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Go! Could it went left, but it went right. Because it went wrong, but it went right. Said it was Ian, but it went right. Man with pass on pass on sight. MVP in the night. Can they get it to positive? Good evening and welcome to another week's edition of Touchy Gooners. It's your boy SV Carboholic. I'm on hosting duties this week. Not sure where half of the Touchy Gooners panel are. Half of them are AWOL on leave in San So it's just me and my good friend Anton tonight. How are you, sir? I'm good, bro. You? Yeah, yeah. Very, very well. I, I can thank tell you. you where Lewis is. <laughs> where is he? <laughs> L- oh, oh, are we not allowed to divulge that info? <laughs> Lewis got food poisoning. He said he had dodgy Nando's this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days, that guy, man. Honestly, uh, yeah, cool, yeah. no problem. The, the lemon uh, and hurt beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, all right, so yes, thank you uh, for everyone who, who follows at the socials at Touchy Gooners, the main account at Touchline Fracas. So just be sure to keep following um, for regular updates. And um, yeah, if you're part of the Patreon, if you want to get involved, feel free to as well. We've got loads of content coming, um, especially with the end of season. So there'll be loads of transfer news, and you know how much people love that. Um, but yeah, let's 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 get into it. Obviously. Anton, we lost uh, 1-0 this weekend to Nottingham Forest. That literally handed the title to Man City. So that was confirmation of uh, their league title. How, how are you? I guess 
you know, the game was a bit of a non-event, to be fair. They scored mm. um, on a counter-attack and we had like 80% possession, but really didn't do anything with it for most of the game. So I don't really want to focus on that too tough. I want to look at it more holistically. Like, how have you, bearing in mind where we were on April 1st, how do you assess how we've sort of ended the season? I know there's one more game to go against Wolves on, on Sunday, but how do you look at it? I, I, f- I think, I don't I don't want to use derogatory language. Um I think mentally um, it was a bit too much Mm. for our team. I think City's form and performance was a bit too much pressure for them. So I think mentally we struggled. I think with losing a couple of players, we struggled as well. And I just Mm. don't think they've had it in them physically or mentally to recover from that. And I think the form we've seen since is... um, yeah, it's just been the, the the biggest indicator of that. I mean, it's it's it must be hard to motivate yourself when you've gone so far. It's like running the last twenty yards of a race when you know you can't win it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's where they are. So I'm not too despondent about it. Um, even even if we maintain that unrealistic level of form that we had, we'd be in the same position in the league now. Mm-hmm. Really and truthfully, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we're not a better side than City, and we're not we're not supposed to be. So e- even if we had, we'd still be where we are now. This is pretty much as good as it could have been. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They they they've won what twenty games on the spin or something crazy like that. So they're like, I'm beating in like Who twenty does that? games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you 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 don't better that really and truthfully. So it, it is yeah, and, and and I guess looking at it, how how much pro- like portion do you blame like how much is it down to injuries how much is it down to you know obviously the ops have been very keen on hammering home not handling the pressure how much was it down to lack of experience uh not good enough squad i guess some would say it's a mixture of all of them um yeah it, it probably is the fact is that we were going against in my view the best manager we've ever had in this game um probably the most expensively assembled squad we've ever had in this game. Um, So, you know, and at a time where you need to win every single game Mm -hmm. to win. If if, if you look at the Liverpool team that have regularly been beaten by the City side to league titles and you you compare what they have to us, you know, um, we was always going to end up in this position. The dream was lovely. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The season's been great. But, when you sit down in the cold of the night, you, you can't do any better than we've done. We we you could you can't expect. We're, we're essentially have our squad is of thirteen players. It's thirteen players the manager wants to use. You can't expect them to maintain that level from the first half of the season for a whole season, especially when everybody's mentality towards us has changed as well. You know, everyone's talk was, oh, they're going to fall off. They're going to fall off." Then it became, "Right, Arsenal are really good. We need to not try. We need to try and not lose to them." It becomes a completely different ball game. Yeah, yeah, I, I I totally agree. I think in terms of when you look at it, I I think we were in the first nineteen games, first half of the season, we set a hundred point pace. You know, we had fifty points after nineteen games. So if you had replicated that, we would have finished on a hundred points, which is only matched by City Centurions. You know, that team with Sane Sterling one time exactly. Yeah. So I and you know where people talk about Arsenal falling off. I think we were 
we it was never it was going to be impossible to sustain that level literally first yeah. half of the season we dropped seven points like that that's just not sustainable and since then we obviously we've taken another 31 points which is probably more around probably like you said where we should be mm-hmm. but i think you know the element of disappointment comes from that level pre-world cup that we set where it was so the bar was so high so so yeah. high um and I, and I think we just like you said it's a case of we probably ran out of steam and we didn't have like you said um it seems like there's only a certain amount of players that the manager trusts and once that steam had run out um there was nothing else to to sort of lean back on do you know what I mean? exactly so, that. And, yeah. and 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 how much and and this is going to be sound quite harsh because of you know i think we've had like you said we've had a really really good season but i mean if there were pockets you could that grey one that's on the chest clean, So go on. Yeah, no, no problem. No, I was just saying if if there were things you could probably pinpoint as to maybe where the manager could have um, yeah, done oh, things better in, in, I mean, in this run. And and like I said, it's harsh because I actually think he's done a lot of good stuff this season, but that doesn't mean that we Yeah, can't, I, I you think know. you can address the good stuff as well as the bad. No mm-hmm. no nobody's perfect. He's gonna make mistakes. Um I know they say we just say it to say it, but the the reliance and trust in holding, I think, was was a problem. I think the way he's rotated over the season and distributed minutes to the players that aren't in his chosen eleven is also a contributing factor because you get to this point and you don't have anybody else that's ready to contribute. You know, Julian Alvarez has played so much football for City, so he can come in and be at speed with everybody mm-hmm. because he plays regularly, even if he doesn't start. Um, mm-hmm. Phil Foden, same thing. He can perform because he plays. So, you know, it, it's not like he's just starting again. Outside of Trossard and Jorginho, we don't have anybody like that. Everybody else, mm-hmm. their minutes are few and far between. Reese Nelson's played 172 minutes this season. Mm-hmm. Kierantini started six games. Um, you know, Tommy Asu probably started three games. If that, Smith Rowe, I don't think he started a game. Um, Eddie started 10 games. If I don't so, even think 10 games. So, you know, I think I think the ro- the rotation's been poor and that's that's been a contributing factor. I think the reluctance to have a plan B has also mm, been a contributing mm, factor. It looks now like teams have figured us out. Mm, mm. Um, well, it, 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 it's, it's interesting you say that because I remember, if you remember early on in the season, there were a couple games where we were like a stalemate and then Arteta would switch to a 3-5-2 when chasing games and he would literally put Eddie up top with Jesus. He would have Martinelli mm. and Saka as win-backs. I remember there was a couple games, I think it was Fulham at home and Villa at home where those games were level and he literally made that change and we literally smashed them after we made that change. So I'm, I'm a bit surprised because it was something he trialled in pre-season and then he was using at the start of the season, but that seems to have gone completely cold. Um, I guess you and, get and to I, the point where it's been so good like this, why would you try and, and deviate mm-hmm. from it? Because, you know, this has worked so well, but Unfortunately, football doesn't work like that. Because if it did, everyone would just play the same eleven every week with the same formation, the same tactics. Um, but again, it's 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 learning, is it? Isn't it? He has to figure it out. The team has to figure it out. But moving forward, he definitely has to improve on his rotating. You, mm-hmm. you, you can't 
he can't do what he's done this season long term because not not only does it affect the players that are coming off the bench, it will prevent people coming to you. Because mm, 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 mm. th- this is interesting. We can I, I want to talk about the lack of rotation and and maybe look at it from from two different sides because we're trying to renew Reese Nelson's contract at the moment. We've offered him I think three four yeah. different contracts. So you know, partly it looks like they want him to stay. But like I think you've mentioned in the chat, you know, if you're looking at it from Reese Nelson's point of view, you'd be. I, I know he's spent some time out injured and he's had he didn't play at Forest at the weekend because he was ill. But like you said, his minutes have very much been capped. So if you were looking, if you were looking at it from his perspective, you'd be like, well, why do I want to stay? Um, although if you believe the reports that he's, he's very, very keen to stay. So h- how do you assess it both sides? Because one could look at it and say, Arteta's rotated a lot for Europa, but those Europa performances were quite poor when he did rotate. So maybe from their perspective, they're thinking, well, you didn't really impress in Europa. Why do I give you um, a chance in the league? And secondly, it could also be, well, I'm trying to compete for the title. How much change do I want to make? And if I do make those changes, does that then affect the level of performance of what we know has been sustainable? Um, so it, it's twofold, but I, I, I'm still slightly on your side, even though I think maybe some of these squad players aren't at the level, but I still think it's going to be a bit of a balancing act, especially next season when Champions League is back. Yeah, so for me, with the... I understand why the club want to keep Nelson. You don't want to go and have to spend 10, 20 million on somebody to sit on the bench and come on and impact games. So you'd, you'd much rather an academy player there, one that you know can perform at the level. Um, so I fully understand why the club want to keep him for that. And if he is willing to stay, that means he is willing to not complain about not playing because he knows he's not going to play. Um, I think he'd be mad to stay. Absolutely mad because you're essentially throwing away the better part of your career. Um, but I don't support Reese Nelson. I support Arsenal. So, you know, I no, this, it doesn't matter to me what, what, what he does as an individual. So I, I, I do get why the club want to keep him. But with that said, if you knew that's the angle you was going to go down, maybe you should have been a bit more mindful of how you use players um, as you're getting there. I, I like Trossard and I think Trossard's good and I, I wanted us to sign Trossard from the summer, maybe not to be used exactly how he's been used, but if you wanted to try and keep Nelson, why did you even sign Trossard? Those, those minutes you could have given to Nelson. Um, and he, and if you had given those minutes to Nelson, there's no question that he signs that new deal, um, really and truthfully. So, you know, it's you got to, when you make these decisions, you, you, you have to think about what message you're sending to other players. So, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that one. I think, you know, Trossard is a very good technician, very intelligent player, but essentially he's eaten what could have been. He's eat, Trossard's eaten a lot of people's minutes, essentially. He's eaten Nelson's minutes. He's eaten what could have been some ESR minutes. He's eaten what could have been more Fabio Vieira minutes. So, you know, we signed Trossard and he jumped the queue ahead of a lot of people. Uh-huh. It's not a bad thing. He's a 28 experienced Belgian international and he's a good player, Premier League proven. But again, like you said, it raises questions. Um, yeah, so, for sure. Uh, for sure. Uh, and I guess, you know, looking ahead with Champions League next season, do you think he will be more... In, I, I mean, I think he's going to have to. I, I don't. Think, I don't think. I see. I don't think he can afford to. 
because the chances are we're going to be in a group with two teams that are better than us. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like at the moment like we're going to be in pot two for the Champions League um, because of Juve's um, points deduction. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah, and and and, e- and even if we do end up in pot two, um, yeah. highly likely the pot three team that we end up with, mm. um, they give us a game, especially yeah. away. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, and and that's going to need to be the game that you pick up your wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just look at it naively and say, okay, pot one is obviously going to be the best team in the league. Then say in the group, then us, then pot three and pot four are going to be the weaker sides. Well, it stands to reason that you need to pick up your points against pot three because that's going to be your competition for the second place in that group. So you can't even afford to rotate against them. You can't afford to rotate against the pot one side neither. So it's only the pot four side. And away, say you're going away to Hungary on a Wednesday after you got a prim game on the Saturday and then on the following Saturday, how much rotation can you do? So I don't I don't think unless there's um the best thing about City Squad is that the gaps are small between the quality outside of KDB and Haaland. And even then with KDB, there's he's better than Bernardo Silva and Gundogan, but do you know it's what I mean? Massive, massive, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the gaps are small, so they can afford to drop him out. I don't so, know if so, we can do that in this window. So, so, so on that question, then shouldn't the aim to be? Because I think a lot when a lot of people talk about City, they they assume that their squad is City squad isn't that big. City just had a, like a top squad of like eighteen players that they can you know they can mix and match accordingly. So, shouldn't that be even if? And I think the rest, the rest of their squad is padded out with like youngsters, but they have like a squad of like top eighteen of like top top quality. Do you know what I mean? And obviously that costs money essentially. So you know I think they've had like sixty oh, million. Oh. They've had sixty mil Laporte pretty much sit on the bench the whole season. Do you know what I mean? So mm. obviously we need to assume that there's a level of resources that we're going to need to spend um, if we're going to want to get to that. So yeah, I, it's it's an interesting one, and it's probably going to be. A wait and see one because I agree with you. In in the three and a bit years Arteta's been here so far, I don't think he's managed that well at all. Um, yeah. And with four competitions next season, he's going to have to be a lot, lot better on that front. Um, so yeah, all right. Let's let's um, slightly segue. Um, our star boy Bukayo Saka has, has assigned um, a new deal four years to twenty twenty seven, which is going to see him become the highest paid player at the club. I know I've seen some people online moaning about his wages been like you know is it too much what has he done to deserve that and uh you know i can to an extent i can get it but my argument is kind of like well how much would it cost to buy a saka right now and the wages you're going to give that that player anyway and put it this way if we let saka go now there's someone who's going to pay him 300 he'd he'd walk into a club that's going to give him pretty much what he wants anyway do you know what i mean so i i just think from an ambition standpoint and you know if you look at all those years where we lost so much talent because we weren't willing to pay. Um, so I, I just think it's a step change that that we need to do. I, I think the worry is obviously that it's only four years. There's not even an option for a fifth. Um, but I think it's just if you're his agent, it's good work because it's 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 forcing Arsenal to be like, do you know, what I mean, if we're good um, and maybe we achieve a couple of trophies within that time frame, likely he renews. But you know, if we're in a position where we haven't done so, you know, there might be a might be a conversation to be had. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I do, I do get it. The thing is, we, we don't have a choice. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. when we say, and this is why we, and we had the discussion at length in the group, 
when we gave Martinelli the 180k, we made mm. a rod for our backs with the Saka contract. Mm-hmm. Um, we really did, and and the, and now moving forward as well, we've um, we've made we we've now set a precedent because I'm sure Odegaard will be due for a renewal soon. Um, Salib is due for a <laughs> renewal, you know, and that now you've shown that these young guys, you're willing to give them this money. Other guys going to turn around and say, boy, I'm the captain. You know, you signed me from Real Madrid and you're giving guys out of the academy that at least statistically I can say I've performed as well as um, this contract. So this is what I want. And what do you do? And Saliba, same thing. He can say, boy, this is how much them lot are getting. <laughs> you saw what happened when I wasn't here. So this is how much I should get. And then Gabrielle can turn around and say the same thing, you know? So it, the, the, the wage bill is going to have to soar. Um, but again, th- th- that happens when you do well, you know? I, I, was, I was just about to say, I think it's, you know, obviously you could use United and maybe Chelsea as bad examples, but more often than not, it's symptomatic of a good team. Like if you have good yeah. players and you're doing well, your wage bill is going to soar. That's just the yeah. nature of the beast. It's yeah. just to it's just to make sure you don't have. I know them lot are United. They, I mean, they're they're giving out two hundred k to everyone in it. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's a bit more of a different issue. But the guys we're giving, you know, they're performing and they're and they're deserving. I think obviously it's unfortunate with Martinelli because I think I saw the stat that he had fifteen goals. If he had scored one more, he would have been the highest scoring Brazilian, like in in English football. Um, you know, in a season, but obviously he, he got that injury in it, so he's probably not going to, he won't break that record now in it. But if they're doing it, like you said, they're going to deserve it. So there's, there, there's, there's no issue. Um, but obviously, looking at just what it means for us as a whole, um, I think Saka's on 14 goals, 11 assists for this season. So that's another double goal uh, return in terms of goals and assists. Um, and it's more than last season. Where, where do you cap the limit? Like, so now he's hit 14 and 11. What does next season, what does a good look, season look like next season for Saka? I mean, he should always, I think, I think, I think, I think he's held off in the league. I, I think now in the league, he should be looking to hit 15s and 16s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's only one short, one, two short, so. Yeah, I, I think that, I, I don't think anyone could knock him for that. Um, yeah, I think 15, 16 should be what he's aiming for in terms of goals. Um, I just, I, I, I do honestly worry that he's being overplayed, though. And, and yeah. If that isn't rectified soon, we're gonna, we're gonna get what you normally English players, um, and a massive drop off. Um, so, I think one of the key things that needs to happen is him having sufficient cover, and it's, it's not about him not starting every game. He plays ninety minutes nearly every single game. Uh, there'll be games where three nil up. There's well, fifteen minutes left. He's still on. Why? Do you know what I mean? Like David Silva was substituted by Manchester City in the Premier League 121 times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100. yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think I could have seen the logic for it more last season, where you know games are fine margins. It was one nil, and yeah. maybe like it was one one. But like you said, there's been quite a few games where it's been two nil, three nil. And the game's done. You don't need to be on. Do you know what I mean? Man- manage manages minutes, and I think that's probably definitely something we can level at the manager, and something he probably needs to get better at, um, especially next season. So, um, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we've been linked with a couple wingers. That's, 
the reason why if I'm Reese Nelson, I'm laughing at that contract offer because yeah. I'm only coming on when we're losing. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. And Nelson's left footed, isn't he? No, right, right, right. Uh, but he plays with, he plays off both pretty well. He can, he, can, he can play off both. That that that's another thing why I think he's a decent asset to have because he's probably the only other. Because I'd say our only fast fast player you'd say is Martinelli, right? Like Saka's quick, but he's not explosive like quick. Whereas, no, it's just Nelson and Martinelli that are the only ones. So and and that might be you know, um, and and I think that's sometimes needed, like you know, just a bit of just having a one v one winger as well. So. Um, because I think that was one of the things I saw on Saturday against or Sunday against Bournemouth. I mean, Forest, and I just thought everything was a bit too water feet. We didn't have anyone. We needed a couple more stretchers on the pitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so it'd be interesting. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I think a good season for Saka next season would be yeah around 15 in the league and maybe try and get towards you know 50. Okay. Every in the Champions League, I don't care what you're doing at domestic cups. Yeah. So so okay, so, so all season, if you could get like what is like say all comps, like twenty and like a thirteen, fourteen, that's a good season, right? Twenty yeah, twenty and fourteen, I'd say is good enough. More than good so enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And and I think I think he needs I think he needs to be obviously now, like you said, he's on big wages, he's gonna be judged by those big boy wages. Um all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's never at no point from he came into the team as a seventeen-year-old. He doesn't shy away from being one of the top performers in the team. It hasn't seemed to matter, um, you know, what shirt number he wears, what position he plays, how good the team is. Mm-hmm. His level of performance has been consistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I got no worries about him. Um, I do think he needs a bit more protection from referees, a bit more protection from the manager in terms of minutes that he plays. Um, I, I, I also worry that sometimes he is, he's fed the ball. Oh, that was naughty. He's fed the ball and um, he's allowed to be in three-on-one situation without much, without much support mm-hmm. at times. But yeah. I'm happy he stayed. And like you're 100% right. Um, if they didn't give him the contract and he goes elsewhere, everyone bemoans the club. Yeah. Um, and you definitely spend more than his wages over the next four years replacing him on a transfer fee alone. And that's before you even get into the wages of whoever you replace him for. And to, and to be fair, you probably need to sign two people to replace him because you're still going to need the, someone to cover said person anyway. So... Yeah. No brainer, really and truthfully. Absolutely. All right, cool. Um, let's talk about your boy. You were the Dex. first one to bring him. Yeah, yeah, you were the first one to bring him to the chat. You, you gave him you gave yeah. him the hype when, to be fair, a lot of people weren't giving him the hype. So and I think, you know, all he's he, all he's done is inflate his price tag with his performances. Um, this season, even like so much so recently, I'm like, big man, you need to call because what West Ham are asking for is a bit of madness at the moment. Man talking, they even say what? They're, <laughs> they're saying 92 million, which is crazy, 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 crazy. Um, so, but if you, you know, listen to all the reliable reports from David Ornstein, Fabrizio Romano, they're talking about this is the number one target. And when um, West Ham's European final is finished, then Arsenal will start negotiations with West Ham, apparently. Um, 
obviously as you're you're a big fan um there's been debates about what he's best at as a six or an eight for me i like his ball carrying and i think that would be better utilized as more of a box to box more of a box to box midfielder um you know but there are some people who are saying they think he 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 will patrol better as a six um i do slightly think that's a bit of a waste of his level of athleticism that he has you don't spend 90 million um on him to to to, to limit him to, to doing that role, it doesn't make sense. There's, there's many a man that you can get to do that. Um, maybe not to the same level, but for 90 million, you have to let him. Um, the thing is about the way Declan Rice plays, and a lot like how Kante played, and a lot like how Fernandinho plays, and how Fernandinho plays, is they can do all that work from a more advanced position. He's, he's not going to cheat you. He's not going to be standing admiring. He's going to get back. He's going to do that work anyway. So to restrict him, you're either going to, you're either going to, if he does go and do what he's meant to do, you're going to leave a big hole um, by not having someone behind him, or you're going to restrict him, in which case, what's the point? So it should definitely be as an eight. Um, there's a few signings I would make this summer. Um, he's no, Save them. We'll, we'll get onto them because there's some listeners' questions on that. Um, so I, what, I think we could do with a whole revamp of our midfield, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I would take go. Um, I, I don't trust that talk that I'm seeing personally. I just think it's mm. something. But how many midfielders do you say we need? Four or five? Four or five? Think, uh, in, oh, in, a, in a squad, not to bring in, but... Oh, um, I mean... Uh, City have got Rodri, they've got Gundogan, Bruyne, um, Bernardo. So they've got four. That, yeah, and Calvin but, yeah. So they've got five essentially. Yeah, yeah but they're used, right? Yeah. So Jorginho served his purpose. Yeah. Um, El has no purpose. Yeah. Lukonga has no purpose. Yeah. Xhaka's going. Yeah. So we've got Odegaard and Partey, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. So we need to bring in three. Mm-hmm. Um, so the three I would bring in, mm. and it sounds expensive, but there's there's some logic to my madness. Is I would I would one hundred percent I would do Rice, Caicedo, and James Madison. I would mm-hmm. bring. In, um. It's highly likely Leicester are going down, so Madison, and he's only got like a year. Well, I think the Madison won't be, but I would bring in all three. Mm-hmm. I would, I would completely revamp that midfield. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even in too much of a disagreement. We've been linked with Mason Mount, and I, I argue with people all, about this all the time. And I'm like, Madison's, yeah. Madison's better than him. So, um, so yeah. I, oh, I mean, to be fair, we did forget Fabio Vieira, but I mean. Uh, <laughs> That's that's the that's that's the pod title boy sending back to Bovista. <laughs> um so yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's it's the area that needs most work. I think Arteta's quotes today were quite pointed where he says, you know, we built the foundations, but it's time for a bit of a reset, which I mm. thought was interesting. Um and obviously, like we said, I think the Jacques stuff is pretty much confirmed. There's been other links. So it, it does look like, and I agree, that's where the bulk of like 80% of the transfer 
kitty is going to go to so i'm you know probably what you've described might be like 250 mil worth of expenditure but like you said it would it would massively upgrade the midfield um maybe not 250 but around 200 odd mil of expenditure yeah, yeah. Um, so it, w- it would be very expensive but we need it's probably the area inside been here that hasn't had that significant level of expenditure so um i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at, it at all i feel like you know, on the Deckers thing, uh, I've seen people talk about how they're not sure about his final third proficiency, where I'm kind of like, well, look, in our five lanes of attack, we use Xhaka as the left centre mid, right? And he's got like seven goals. And I'm like, I think Deckers, he's got much better close control than him. He can crash the box. I could see Declan Rice as an eight in that left centre mid position. For, I could see, I think he could get 10 goals. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, exactly. I don't see why Jack he could is, get 10 goals. I think he's very... I think it's more than feasible. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, yeah. And and he's a one-man midfield. He has to do a lot more where he probably wouldn't have to do as much. You know, he'd probably be more confined to his own in the Arsenal midfield, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I, um, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, think, I agree. I think... Um, generate... Um, if we if if we got a two hundred million pound window, uh, right, and we can make ninety million pound or million pound, that's that we can we can definitely afford to have a hundred million pound net spend window. West Ham just spent nearly three hundred million this summer. Aston Villa spent about two hundred million um, over two seasons. Wolves spent over two hundred million. Nottingham mm-hmm. Forest about million. Why can't we? It's, oh, yeah, it's different. It, it's different trying to spend money to make the top four. To try and win a league, when you're trying mm. to make a top, I can understand why you only want a 60, 70 million net spend. But when you're trying to go to the next level, when you're trying to compete with Man City, you're going to have to push the boat out. Yeah, no, agree. And and obviously, we're going to have the additional Champions League revenue, um, which we haven't had for what six, seven years. So it's it's an it's a necessity. I, I think they know what needs to be done. Um, let's see how well they can execute it in terms of. In terms of how, how well it's done. Yeah, for me, I'm with you. It would be Rice and Caicedo. I've always said I would always cop them. I know certain people think, you know, buying both Rice and Caicedo is a bit too defensive, but I think it's a nice balance, um, you know, in terms of one as a six and one as more. I, of say it was, I, think, I think as well with, with the couple. Oops. Yeah, so I, I, I generally think, um, yeah, Caicedo. Would be would be a great signing as a six, um, and you know he would patrol that area probably um, a lot better, and you know it would allow I think Rice, who I think is probably a better ball carrier, um, more in more more in that box the box role. So I, I see I see no reasons why we can't continue with that. Um, yeah, and 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 hopefully that would allow a basis for Erdegaard in the front four to thrive. Um, yeah, so I'm 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 hoping so. I'm hoping so. I, I think there's 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 a lot of nervousness around 
what the window could arguably look like and, and, and what that's going to shape up to. But I think it's very, very key that we get this right. Um, and overall, uh, um, you know, we have worries about Edu, um, you know, some of his inability to secure some of the first choice targets in previous summers. And, and you know, the margin for error is going to be a lot finer um, this this window, because like you said, it, it's, I think the making a jump to being a top four team, I think is a lot easier. You know, it's a lot easier to go from sort of 60 odd to like 80 odd points. But when you're trying to go from 80 um, to like 90 plus points, that margin for error is a lot finer. You need to get a lot of your signings right. You need to make sure they're all incorporated well accordingly. Um, so I just think it's incumbent on on Edu and those in charge to ensure that, um, you know, they, they they secure their first choice targets. I don't think, you know, historically we've not been good at that. But if we're going to have the season, we hope to have next season with more competitions, with more games. Um, but we're looking to maintain, you know, or try to keep up with City at that high level. Then, then, um, then yeah, we we need we need to get things right. So I think that would that would be the main worry for me. Um, but let's let's hope so. Let's hope so. I, th- I think overall we've had a really really good season, really promising. Obviously, I know a lot of people are disappointed with how it petered out. Um, but I think the reasons, you know, that have been alluded to, um, probably a, bla- a lack of experience in certain instances, um, uh, l- lack of. I mean, you could say lack of bottle. You know, some people really didn't perform at crunch time, and it's fair to to have that criticism so it's uh but it might be a learning experience you, you know you, you do always remember that you know it's arguably the youngest team in the league um and we've jumped from being you know roughly a 70 point team to trying to be around a 90 point team so there is a it's, it's a learning process so um so hopefully these guys do learn as they go along these guys do improve as they go along and um you know uh, i think i think we're we're in for a a very very promising summer one of the things i i did want to touch on was um you know and and obviously this is where ron wants to talk about um is the needs the needs um you know some people we've spoken about the need at center mid um some people would speak about you know maybe a center back or or a right back to ensure obviously we don't have to play repulding anymore so what does that look like who do we um you know who do we target do we want to go for more of a right back? So in case, you know, so maybe we can move Ben White centre back. I thought he looked very good against Nottingham Forest um, on Sunday. Or do we target more of a, just a, a pure centre back to keep Ben White a right back? Because we're really, really happy with him there. So um, I think there's a lot of questions to answer. Obviously, we've spoken about the centre mid. We've spoken about, um, you know, I think definitely the need for cover for Saka. I think I, I did like the Musa Diaby links because it's having someone who is proficient on both sides. I think he's played on both wings for for Leverkusen, um, and and I do I do like that option. Um, I really do think we need a bit more explosiveness within the team. Um, we can be far far too predictable at times when um, we have too many people coming inwards, and and there's um, you know they don't have that ability to stretch because it's 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 essentially our wingers that break open the game for us, right? So they need to have that level of um yeah they need to have that level of uh you know 1v1 ability that need to isolate their marker 
um and then and then going behind or create an action for you know for a chance or or you know try and go at gold himself so i think that's really really important man and and hopefully um those in charge can address those in in order of need i know i know some people are talking about a striker but i think a striker might be one of those areas we leave out um this summer just because of the volume of work we have to do center mid and and when you look at you know when you look at strikers um I don't think there's a great, great deal of options, um, personally. I think, obviously, Victor Ossiman, um would be the main one, but we know dealing with that um, that terrorist, uh, Aurelio De Laurentiis, can be hard, man. And after their, their title win, I, I, I just don't see them selling him. I think he's, you're looking at, they're speaking about £150 million. I, No one's paying that. Maybe Chelsea, but, you know, Chelsea have no Champions League. Um and obviously, I think they have some FFP concerns as well. So is someone going to want to meet that? I'm not entirely sure. And and I wouldn't blame anyone who didn't want to meet that. So it's definitely something to be um, to be wary of and, and, and to be concerned about. So it might be something that they look at. I think there's um, Kolo, Randall Kolo Muwani, who's at... Um, who is at um, Frankfurt, who's being looked at as well. So, um, yeah... Yeah, but I wanted to to bring you just back in here, Anton. Just on um, so so they ranked. They said rank the positions of need in order. So we have um, right back, centre back, defensive midfielder, centre midfielder, right winger, and striker. Wait then. Yeah. So so with that, um, let's go into some listeners questions actually, because we have a question from. ASD um, at SOSHGN and he's asked why do you think we've conceded so many goals from unforced errors this season I can think of 10 straight off the bat the positive is that it's an easy fix for next season and should have a big impact good question Um, I think we're making a lot more unforced errors because we're taking a lot more risks we are pushing way way up the field which means there's a lot less space for um you know there's a lot of space for for opposition forwards to run into so if you do not have proficient 1v1 defenders who are good in isolation who are good defending 1v1 duels against their markers you are going to suffer um and so yeah so, so so that can happen and and i think it's just sometimes complacency as well it's it's interesting to note that a lot of these unforced errors have come at home um where maybe I think, you know, due to the nature that we are at home, we're more likely to take some risks. We're more likely to push loads of people forward. We're more likely to, you know, um, yeah, leave leave the back door open a bit more. So I just think that is, that's probably what, what's happened there. Um, but also, it's, like you said, it's just more of a quality issue. So the, the more we improve on the quality, the less likely these errors are to happen. Um, and, and I also think it's interesting because, you know, sometimes people moan about how much we spend on defenders, but look, Pepper spent well over 300 mil on all these defenders and he, every other season he buys like another couple more. He signed a Kanji. Um, so, so yeah, so I just think it's, uh, it's, it's more of a, it's more of a first world problem, but it's, um it's definitely something to, to, to be improved upon. And I think, I think the man, I think the manager will do. Um, so yeah, Anton. Yeah, any, sorry, any man. My battery kept dying. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no problem. I'm about to, just, I'm about to go um, sit in my van. 
<laughs> no, so, 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 so the question was just on um, why do you think we've made so many unforced errors this season? Um, and before I'll, I'll I answer talk... that, can I can I go can I go back to what I was saying before my battery died? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it all ties in. Sorry, so I was saying with the versatility of Rice and Caicedo, yeah, if you bring in both, you cover multiple positions. So you cover an eight and a six twice. You cover mm. centre back with Rice. You cover right back with Caicedo as well. Mm, mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. you fully you fully strengthen so many areas by assigning those players because you could sign other people that are cheaper, but you're going to need to sign four players to cover the positions that these two can cover. Mm, mm, mm. So, and to be of sufficient quality, how much you're going to have to spend. And, and that's interesting because it obviously it ties in well with the point I was making about ranking in terms of order of importance. When you say like, so in your opinion, would you then cover like right back with a Kaiseido? You wouldn't then go and sign another right back? No, I don't think you need to go and sign another one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, and, if, there, if, there's, if there's one that's available and he's not going to... I'm, I'm always concerned about these signings now and, and, I, and I'm going to point to two people in particular. It's Sambi Lukonga and Nuno Tavares. Mm. Is that you don't want to go spend fifteen to twenty million on players that, at some point in time, will be good players, but mm -hmm. they're only really going to be a detriment to you at this point in time, and at the same time, a detriment to themselves because they're not going to improve, and their confidence is whilst they're playing bit part, and their confidence isn't going to improve when they're the ones that are dropping the level of the team massively. So mm -hmm. I, I would rather have cover in versatile starters. You know, Caicedo's dropped in at right back for Brighton and hasn't missed the beat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, uh, and, and you would and you would have Rice as an emergency centre back then, would you? Yeah, I mean, last resort, yes. Yeah. Um, but if you ask me, if for example, say we end up in the same predicament that we've ended up this season. Yeah. Um, you know, you take Caicedo out of midfield and you put him right back and you put Ben White at mm -hmm. centre-back. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, if Caicedo's out in those circumstances, you move Declan Rice into centre-back and you keep Partey in, in midfield, you know, and you've got Madison to come in as an eight. Like, mm. there's so much different things, so much different problems you can solve with those three players. Yeah. Uh, Martinelli's yeah. out. Okay, you haven't got a Trossard no more. You can play Madison on the left, or you can play him on the right, or you can play him as an eight. There, mm. There's those three players bring enough that they they cover so much in other gaps in our squad. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would do that. I would only sell Balogun if we need the money as well. Um, I would mm. I would give him a shot personally. Yeah. So would you sell Eddie? Um, I wouldn't Could. sell Eddie. You wouldn't sell unless, any of them. Unless we needed to. So if we do need the money, for example, I don't know, we might be able to have Eddie as part of the of the Declan Rice deal. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know. But I would I, be interested in giving Balogun a shot. Unless, you know, if we can get 40 million for him, if you're gonna sell him for 25 mil, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I think after his American, his I, I don't think after this season he's going to want to come and sit. Like he, he's going to want to play. He's going to want to be like number one yeah, regularly. I, so there's there's been rumours that AC Milan 
looking at him because he's what he's hit 20 or 21 but goals. Do in Italian the league teams now. have money like that because that's that are going to come. Oh, yeah, we'll loan him for two seasons with an option to buy again. Who's mm -hmm. got time for that? You either buy it's him true. or you're it's do you raise an interesting Ace point there? Are, are they even going to be in the Champions League next year? That's uh, yeah, but likely because of Juve's points deduction oh, okay. now that they probably will be. But I think you raise an interesting point when it comes to sales generally, and it might be something we as Arsenal fans have to get Mike more comfortable with. Like you said, generally, there's not a lot of money on the continent, so if you're going to sell a lot of the players we might want to sell might end up at English clubs. Like, are we, we're going to have to that's, be comfortable that, That's that. all I would be interested in, though. I'll be real, because yeah. the foreign clubs don't have the money. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and on the back of a good season where you've come second, you can sell your squad players to, to the teams with more money in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. When you're coming sixth and eighth, well, yeah. who's buying them? Yeah, yeah. The relegation I, team ain't, ain't buying them. Because I remember, wasn't that how, like, Liverpool sold, like, Solanke... Like Danny Ings, and that they, they made they made money. So I agree. Right. Look at it this way: Wolves sold Morgan Gibbs White to Nottingham Forest for forty-five million pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. For forty-five million pounds. Yeah, yeah. And Gibbs White, at this point, had only performed in the Championship mm -hmm. on loan for Sheffield United. Hadn't done anything in the Premier League. He set he set himself up now. He's established now. So when we're talking about selling certain players, forty million has to be the benchmark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Do you know, what I, mean? I, I I agree, I, and I feel it's probably something we as Arsenal fans are going to need to get comfortable with. Because there's I a name we... I want to say that you don't want to hear and I don't want to say, but you yeah, know, yeah, I'm... yeah, I, I I don't I don't want to say it, but, no, but we, we know... don't need to say it. We don't. <laughs> well, understood ain't got to be said. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true, but. Um, a name I will bring up is 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 likely to to go is is Kieran Tierney. Um, and this is another thing because Arsenal, I see Arsenal fans saying, "Why are we selling him to Newcastle? Newcastle are going to be a direct rival." I just think you're going to have to become more comfortable with this as well. Um, you, you you have to sell to who's going to pay the money. Right, right. And where going to go? He's not going to go to Aston Villa, is he? And 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 this is the thing because if you <laughs> believe the rumours, he's saying he wants to be back home, closer to his family in Scotland. So and. The market is small and he gets to play for a Champions League club and Newcastle have money. So I just think it, it is what it is, isn't it? Like I think it's just a new norm that um that we're gonna have to adjust to. Because like you said, when we sold when Ars Arsenal are generally crap at selling, but when we sold well, it was what Willock to Newcastle 25-30, Ox went to Liverpool for like 40. Those are the people that give you money. That's where you're gonna Anybody get the money. Or even to City was 25 mil. Yeah. At that yep. time, that was good money. Yeah, Nasri uh, as well. You're right, actually. Anytime we've got decent money, it's only from Prem clubs. It's only yeah, from yeah. Prem clubs. It's the, it's, the, it's the only way. It's the only yeah. way. Because yeah. once the foreign clubs are in the market and that, they know you're desperate to get rid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it's very true because I even see people saying, oh, look, Xhaka's had his best season for Arsenal or Arsenal are only selling him for 15 million euros. Well, I'm kind of like, well, look, the brother's 31 years old. He's a defensive yeah, I'm not, midfielder. I'm not, like. I'm not even fussed at the Jacker fee. I'll be real. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how much more you can... That's what I was about to say. Jacker to command at this, at this Realistically, stage. how much how much, how much should Jacker be going for? He's yeah. a he's a deep playing player. Obviously, his role got changed, you know, in the last 18 months and he was playing further forward. But realistically, at heart, he's a deep playing playmaker. Like, it's probably why Jabby Alonso wants him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So 
Yeah, yeah, he ain't playing no advanced eight in, in for, for him. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I, yeah, I'm not I'm not bemoaning that because it was it was it was only a year and a half ago that if you said to most Arsenal fans, if you could release Shaka on a free, would you? They'd have all said yes. Myself yeah. included. I'm not acting like I'm I'm better than anyone else. So when Roma was gonna get him for fifteen, we all said would have yeah. taken fifteen mil. Yeah, yeah. No, only two he's two years older now. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I I don't I don't see it as an issue, man. I don't see it as an issue. Yeah, like you said, it's it's only the English clubs that are going to give us money. I'm just thinking, even like, I'm hoping Burnley come in for Lokonga, this company who likes him, give us a cheeky ten mil, take him off our hands. Happy. Uh, yeah, I I just don't I just don't see it. Who Lokonga? You don't see him going. Yeah. I, we'll probably I, I, loan him. We'll probably I, loan him again, innit? I know a company likes him. But does he like him enough to build his Premier League midfield around? He's going to have limited money. He can't yeah. afford projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at Burnley, when when you're desperately trying to stay up, and that's even if, what's to say, company's even going to be Burnley manager next season? Mm. Yeah. Bigger yeah. clubs will come for him. If 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 Spurs get the PSV manager, what's to stop PSV offering company the manager's job? And what's to stop him going? Yeah, that Dutch Belgian yeah. thing is tight. What's to stop him going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I personally, if I'm a manager and I've got a team promoted, I'm not really looking to do that first season up. Yeah. So, so you what, what is... it's not like you have any equity. It's not like anyone turns around and says, "Ah, oh, this is the guy that kept us up, so we owe him." That got yeah. us up, so we owe him. No one gives a shit. You'll be gone in September if it's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, I totally hear you. So, are you saying probably likely another loan for Lukonga, probably? Yeah, I just, I don't see anything in his game that would make anybody want to buy him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be real, I've never, I've never watched him and thought, yeah, I see why we wanted this guy. Mm. Or I see mm. why anyone else would want him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, 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 I just don't see it. Okay. Okay. No problem. Um, lastly, before we just lock up, um, is there a winger that you'd like us to look at in the summer? Um, that kid, I haven't seen him in anything other than that World Cup. Um, the Belgian kid, is it? Docker, Jeremy Docker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would be interested in him, and I think it was you that brought it up in the group yesterday but I would be interested in Lookman as well no that was that was Shabs but yeah look, Lookman is Lookman is Lookman, a good I, I, and and um the other you that was at Chelsea Boga as well Boga okay yeah 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 I'm not sure what's happened to him I haven't heard his name in a minute yeah because he had a really good season the season before last and I don't know what he'd done yeah. last season or this season I should say yeah but yeah, yeah Lookman and that Doku you uh Doku sorry they yeah. they they they, they I think they could bring a lot to the table. And would you be happy to play them on the right, or would you prefer to go for like another lefty on the right? I don't. Like, I, I don't. What Lookman's is Lookman left or right footed? No, he's right footed. Right footed. I thought he's left. Um, yeah, and and the, so so the thing to consider here is that both of these guys prefer to play from the left. Right, because they're 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 all righties that like well, to cut we, in we, on their we, left. We we need somebody that can replicate. Saka. Saka. 
Yeah, that's that, that's, um, and I think that's probably harder to find like a a, a left footer from the right. They're obviously they're not as common. For yeah, one. most players are right footed by by, yeah. by nature. So, trade. Yeah, because um, and obviously I know that the the main ones have been that Musa Diaby from from Leverkusen. Those links have been heavy. He's a he's very fast. You can't, you can't spend ninety million on someone that's not. So and 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 that's what I was about to say. He's going to cost a lot of money. Like, yeah, you can't, you, someone, can't, you can't do it, it for someone that's not guaranteed to start. Now, obviously, people would say, "Oh, but you said you're looking to raise the level and have competition across." And and I get it; it makes sense. But I don't think we're going to be able to do that just financially. Price on it just doesn't of, make any sense. On top it. of the centre mids, we're trying to like we know most of the money is going to go in the centre mids, in it. So, um, I'd know, be interested in Kulusevski, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K- K- I, K- I would might do that. Be one to look at. Yeah, I'll yeah. do that, and and especially given this, if Spurs aren't going to buy him, mm. then Juve would be prepared to loan him again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I would be interested in that. I don't care that he's played for Tottenham. Well, he's an Arsenal fan, so he actually supports Arsenal. So it was, it was I mean, players stop supporting clubs once they become pros, really. No, that's true. That's true. That's you true. Know, Harry, Harry Kane was an Arsenal fan. Look at him now. <laughs> um, um, what about Nonto? Good player, I like him. He's a good talent, but he's another. They got three right. really good players. Um, S- Somerville, Somerville's good. Yeah, Nonto's I like him. Nonto's good. I think Harrison is good as well. He's lefty though. He's a left footer. Yeah, Harrison. I like Harrison. I, I I I took my son to New York um, when Vieira was in charge. Um, Villa was playing, Lampard was playing, Pirlo was playing. Pirlo's got a bad way free kick in that game. But Jack Harrison is the player that stood out the most that day. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe yeah. because I obviously knew who the other guys were and I'd never heard of him. But he, I, I remember thinking, right, this kid's nuts. And I looked up, he's like, oh, he's from Manchester. He's at United. Um, but yeah, no, Harrison's good. But yeah, Nonto, I think I, I'm not mad at raiding the relegated clubs for backup. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, Southampton will probably get raided for quite a few of their players, like um, like Lavia, who everyone likes as well. James Ward-Prowse will go. So I'm just, quite a few, a couple of their players will go. And, you know, if Leicester go down, Harvey Barnes, Madison, you know, Tielemans. Harvey those... Barnes, I like yeah. Barnes. I, I like him, I like him. But again, that's another righty from the left in it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so it's just, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the thing there. So, um, so yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure some of these righties from the left can play on the right, but it's not. It's probably not optimal for them. Yeah, you just what you just. You, I feel. I feel you want to keep as much of the essence of what makes you good as as mm-hmm. as you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, you don't want too much deviation. So I, I, I would, I would fully understand trying to replicate. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe <laughs> promote that um, Cozier Dubri kid. Cozier Dubri, but is, is that too much of a risk going into Champions League next season and? Well, Saka was a risk at one point as well. Look at him now. It's very true. It's very, very true. Very true. <laughs> I do like him. He's uh the the few times I've seen him in cameos, he look he plays exactly yeah, like Saka. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, so yeah, no, it's good. It's good. All right. Um, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. We've we'll, we'll touched on a few different subjects. So, um, yeah, thank you very much, listeners, for tuning in to another week. Um, we'll probably do an instant reaction after the Wolves, the final Wolves game of the season. Um, on Sunday and then it's just transfers, transfers, transfers. So we'll be seeing what we're in for. We'll probably run some Patreon um, sessions on them. So, so we'll see what we're in for. But yeah, appreciate it. Anton, 
Let me let you get on good, sir. All right, bro. Take care, man. See you guys later. Peace. Podcast Network.